Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Jeannie. Uh, I'm so glad to be back with y'all tonight. I'm going to do a sound check right quick. Jennifer, can y'all hear me? Thank you. Um, okay. can. That's great. It's been so long since y'all actually been able to hear me and I haven't had to use my phone. All right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. 
I can, all I can figure is with the sound thing. I think when we built the house, we're so far from the road where the the uh, oh the internet thing is that I think sometimes it just doesn't work. But I do have my phone dialed in just in case I were to lose my sound. I can quickly click on myself and use my cell phone. But anyhow, I'm just glad to be back with you guys. Of course, last week we had things going on with the holiday. And uh, the week before that, strangely enough, just a little, not too long before the show was to start, I walked out the front porch. I was going to walk down and check on one of my mares because she doesn't do real well at the heat. And uh, when I reached and put my hand, or my right hand over the, the stair banister, I didn't know that there was a big old yellow jacket nest under the banister. And when I put my hand on that, I put my hand right in it. And, of course, they wrapped my hand up. Uh, and as I was trying to run down the stairs, I'm trying to wipe them off my hand with my other hand. So they stung me all over my fingers. My fingers swelled up and all this stuff. So I just texted Randy and I said, I think we're not, I'm not going to do a show tonight. Because I knew I'd have been so distracted with the swollen fingers and it just hurting that uh, it would have been hard to have done it. But anyhow, it took three or four days for the swelling to go completely down and, and uh, all is well. We killed the yellow jackets and which is kind of an ongoing thing here a little bit. But anyhow, all is well. We're good. I want to talk just a little bit tonight about uh, how we cause ourselves anxiety from inspecting our own failures. And I'll be honest, I, I'm probably a professional at this. Through the years, I've done that so much. You know, look back at mistakes and, and shortcomings and wrong decisions and thought, oh, God, if I just hadn't have done that and how can I avoid doing, you know, making, not being wise again. And even, you know, sometimes when other people have uh, led us astray or affected us, even then it's easy to think, you know, if I'd have had more wisdom or if I'd have had more discernment and, uh, you know, we can really, and I've done it. I mean, we can get into anxiety over our failures and just regrets. And, and the things, the places where we've missed it. And we know God forgives us. I mean, we go to the Lord and he forgives us and he loves us uh, and he lifts us up and he encourages us and, and he, you know, gets us right back on track. But that doesn't change sometimes the damage that was done or the time that was lost. And it can be real easy to get caught up in that of, gosh, you know, Lord, all those years are gone Let's see, I'm going to have to grab my phone and turn, I think, click it off because it's echoing on me. Okay, if for any reason I do lose sound tonight, uh, y'all just text Randy and he will text me. But, you know, some examples in the Bible I was even thinking of, of some of that. Um, you know, we look at the story of Peter when Jesus was about to be crucified and, and the Lord had told him, he said, you know, you'll deny me three times before the cock crows, you know, and, and Peter was like, I'll never deny you, Lord. And of course, when they took Jesus captive and, and, uh, and I understand Peter being afraid, you know, he was afraid, you know, they'll, they'll capture me and they'll crucify me too. They'll torture me too. And so when he was confronted about it, he was like, I don't know him. I don't know what y'all are talking about. You know, and then when uh, the third time, and then when he heard the cock crow, and it says in the word, it says that the Lord looked at him, you know, that Jesus turned and looked at him and said, Peter jumped up and he ran off by himself and he wept bitterly. You know, I can only imagine 
the the regret there, the hurt, the hurt that he caused, you know, the hurt that we cause ourselves most always is a greater hurt than anybody else can actually cause us or do to us because we have expectations of ourselves to to do right or to to excel or or you know we're working towards being who God wants us to be you know and and it's so easy at times to think lord that wouldn't happen if I'd been in the word more or god if I had been praying more if I had prayed harder maybe that person wouldn't have died you know, I've looked back many times, sadly to say, you know, the 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 last day of my mother's life, I was with her and had taken her to the doctor, to the eye doctor, and had taken her out to eat and took her home. And it was wintertime. It was January and, and had dropped her off. And she was kind of dizzy, but she had those little spells, some, I think a little inner ear stuff or something. And uh, I was needing to hurry up and get home and water the horses because, you know, it was going to freeze that night. And... Uh, you know, she mentioned something about putting some food outside for the kiddies or whatever. And, you know, anyhow, the next morning, my oldest brother had found her. She had gone outside and had fell down and couldn't get back up. And by, I, I guess, you know, from from the freeze, uh, you know, basically froze to death or, or whatever you would say, you know, died from the elements. But, you know, many times I thought, Lord, why didn't... You know, why didn't I sense that? Why didn't I sense something was wrong? Lord, why didn't I, you know, why didn't I volunteer and say, oh, let me put the food out, you know, for the kitties for you. But my mind was on getting home to, to water the horses, you know. And so it's real easy to look back at situations and think, if I'd have just done something different, if if I'd have, if my mind had been there or, or if I had been more prayed up, maybe I would have sensed in my spirit that something awful was going to happen and could have changed it, could have prevented it. And, of course, we don't know. God doesn't always show us everything. I don't, I don't care how prophetic you are. Or, you know, we, don't get, we only know what the Lord shows us, and he does not show us everything. But, you know, in, our, in just our humanness, we can, no one is, a, is no one is, I th- well, I think all of us, that we are our biggest own critic. I know I am. I know I am. You know, because we know ourselves. And we know the places that we fall short. And we know the places that we struggle with. But the thing is, is the devil will use even that to try to capture us. You know, many times we talk about self-inspecting, and yes, we are to do that. And yes, pray and ask the Lord to show us places that need to be improved upon and places where we need to make changes. But even in a heart to to do right, in a heart to be an, to be an obedient child of God, in a heart to grow and to learn, you know, the enemy can see that too, and he will, you know, he'll help us beat ourselves up, you know, and it can get us into um, self-condemnation, into unforgiving, unforgiveness of ourselves, which that can be, you know, even Randy was talking about that the other night, that can be the hardest one to forgive many times is ourselves. 
you know, because we know us. And we know those places that that seems like can be so hard to overcome. But thank God for his mercy and for his grace and his goodness that he just helps us through that. And, you know, I, I was, just pulled up a couple of scriptures that had come to mind. That was an encouragement. Uh, in Ephesians 5, it says, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. That gives me so much peace and encouragement to know that God does and can redeem the time. That many times those opportunities that we've missed, and not that it happens every time, but there are times that the Lord brings things back to us. He is a God of second chances, and he's a, a, a God that that's always is wanting to bless us. And, and there's, there's places in our lives where we've missed it, and there's places where things have been delayed, and there's times that things have been stolen. And yes, it's not always the exact same thing that's replaced, but God brings things back to us. And I just thank God that he redeems the time. I can remember years ago, a lady, uh, Mary John, she's in heaven now, but she gave me a word and I had wondered what it referred to because there were several things it could have referred to, but she looked at me and she said, it'll be as if it never happened. And I just, uh, I rejoiced over that because there were several things in my life that I thought, oh Lord, I'll receive it for any and all of those because that's almost unimaginable that things when they go wrong in our life and things where we've taken the wrong uh, wrong direction and where we've been uh, tripped up by the enemy or we've, we've listened to other people when we shouldn't have and it caused things just to go terrible, that thought of it will be as if it never happened. It's just extraordinary. That was an awesome word. And then Psalm 40, 1 through 3, it says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. That slimy pit can be self-condemnation. It can be regrets. It can be anxiety over all of the things that we missed out on or things that we messed up said, he set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. That's his love. That's our confidence and trust in him. And he said, he put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. And I absolutely love that. Don't think that other people aren't watching you. You know, when we, whether we are on the top of the mountain or whether we have messed up big time, there are others that will watch to see how we respond. You know, when we're on the mountaintop, are we giving glory to God and thanking him and pointing to him? You know, are we fist pumping like you see some of the athletes and, and going, yes, 
Yes, yes, I know I can do it. Praise the Lord, Miss Christians. Do we ever, I think, really feel like, oh, yeah, I know I can do it. We're like, oh, God, if you get me through this. <laughs> but even when we get knocked down and when we mess up, and sometimes it's obvious to others that we screwed up, that we run to God. And then he puts a song of praise in our mouth again. And once again, we just praise him and thank him. Yes, come in repentance. Yes, God, show me what I did and show me how to never make those same mistakes again. You know, learning from it is so much of it. You know, the word says that, you know, even, and I'm just putting it in my terms, that, you know, the righteous fall, but they get up again. It doesn't mean because we belong to the Lord that we don't fall, that we don't mess up, that we don't make mistakes, that we don't get knocked down sometimes. But it says we can we get back up again. Because we know where our strength is from, and it's from the Lord. It's never our own strength. We draw from him. But, you know, when we get to looking at the things where we were, did fail, you don't want to look back too much. Look, you know, I, I do, uh, I do agree with looking back enough that we can understand and have God give us understanding that we can say, Lord, help me to never do that again or to never make those same mistakes that I don't go around that mountain over and over again. Help me, Lord, to get deliverance and freedom and wisdom and whatever else I'm needing and understanding that when I that when I have victory or when I break free of this, Lord, that I never, ever go back around that mountain again. And I do agree with looking back that much, but it does absolutely no benefit to anyone. You know, years down the road to keep looking back and saying, I wish I hadn't, and what if, and if I'd have done this different, and, you know, all of that sort of thing. And just regret, regret, self-condemnation, regret, self-condemnation, blaming others, which, like I said, it's so often it's much easier to forgive other people than it is to forgive ourselves. Because, you know, even when others have, I said others have, have deceived us or led us astray or, or have betrayed us and things like that. It's still so easy to think, say, God, if I'd, have, if I'd have just had more wisdom there, if I'd have been more prayed up, maybe I would have heard your voice and could have avoided all of that or kept my mouth shut more and not trusted those that, we're going to take the things I said and turn around and use them against me like a weapon and twist it and turn it. You know, it's so easy then to to turn things back and condemn ourselves over it. And certainly we have to forgive others. You know, we don't necessarily get back in fellowship with them. That's where God just has to lead. But we do forgive them, but we have to forgive ourselves too. 
You know, the word says, you know, love thy neighbor as thyself. Well, if you don't love yourself, how are we going to love someone else? And just realize that we're God's creation. And we're his children and he loves us and paid such a dear price for us. And that he understands we're in the process. And I'll be honest. Many times the greater the call of God on your life, many times the greater battles and longer battles you'll have. There seems to be a, a real correlation there at times. You know, different people have different calls on their life and, and uh, you know, absolutely some calls are more difficult and require a, a whole other level of dedication and and. Uh, and pressing in. But the enemy tries, you know, he goes after everyone. But God is with us. God loves us. And we have to be aware when we're really having, uh, not able to be at rest and having anxiety or having uh, just those thoughts that keep us from being able to relax. You know, be aware, you know, are we constantly going back and condemning ourselves? Are we constantly going back and reliving our mistakes? You know, some people go back and they rehearse arguments with other people and it keeps them bitter and mad. And some people go back and rehearse their mistakes and and are constantly going, if I'd have only done this or if I hadn't have done that. And it keeps us from rest. You know, our trust is in the Lord. And just as we trust him to take care of us and to to love us and to provide for us and and those sorts of things, we also have to trust him to to grow us and to help us and to just help us mature in the walk with the Lord. You know, there's just some things we just have to give over to him. And not let it, you know, become a stumbling block. Because it can. It absolutely can. And I'm afraid I have, uh, I have way too much experience in this, in this area. You know, so many things look back at. And I'm sure you guys, you've done it too. Anyhow, I had heard Randy saying a little bit about that. And it really... Uh, it really resonated with me because I thought, oh, boy, I've done that a lot through the years. Look back at things and think, if only I'd have understood more. You know, if only I'd have been more sensitive. If only I'd have not said this or I had a son that. But all I know is God knows and he's He's helping us and He's he's there for us, you know. It did none of it take him by surprise. But we have to let the, just as the blood of Jesus washes away the sins of others and washes us clean, we have to let it wash our minds and our hearts and let the past be the past. And just, I don't really know how to even say it, but just to relax in God. That he is working all things together for our good. He's working in us. 
And we just keep looking to him. All right. That's all I'm going to say about that tonight. There's so much that could be said, to be honest. But I won't have time to visit with all you guys. And uh, let me play another song right quick. I've got more numbers to add on here. And I just want to say thank y'all. Thank you for taking your time to to tune in with me. And y'all mean so much to me. And that's what we want to do is reflect 
Christ. Father, I thank you tonight for each and every one. And Lord, I just speak a blessing over them. Lord, that you would open hearts to receive. And Lord, as your word says, open open our mouth and you will fill it. Father, that I, in obedience to you, Lord, I open my mouth and expect your spirit, Lord, to speak. Father, we just thank you for your love and for your forgiveness and for sending Jesus who so willingly came to die for us. Lord, I thank you for setting people free, for bringing deliverance, for bringing healing, for giving instruction and direction. And Lord, for filling their hearts with confidence and trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. My first caller here, 205-531. How's Julia May tonight? Yes, fine. Good, good. Oh, you're nice and clear tonight. That's good. I think the last time I had talked to you that it wasn't very clear. I'm glad I've got a good connection. All right. Anything you wanted to share tonight? Anything on your heart, sweetie? No, I'm just thanking God. Jump for doing good. I thought about the other day. I said, well, mm, after this, uh, the seven months and the risk required didn't have to come, I said, thank God she she made it so far. He's keeping them. You know, she's been having a rough three years. <laughs> Yeah, praise God. Praise Lord. Well, let's pray for you, Father. Thank you for Julia May. And Father, I thank you, Lord, that just what a treasure she is to the body of Christ and what a treasure she is to her community and to her church and to her family. And Father, thank you, Lord, that, that, that Lord, as with Julia May, Lord, that with her too, that she opens her mouth and you fill it, Lord, and you, you give her a word on time. Lord, that you give her a word on time. Judy, may I just see you like with other people, God giving mm-hmm. you scripture, like giving you like the scripture that mm-hmm. people need, you know, as people are have prayer requests and, and as people just mm-hmm. have needs and, and things going on in their life, that God giving you like just the scripture they need the, to encourage them or for them to pray. You know, at times there's certain scriptures mm-hmm. that the Lord has just highlight and is like, pray this. Or, or uh, expound on this, or meditate on this, and it'll be scripture mm-hmm. many times that that brings that brings a release, you know, that brings healing, brings release, mm-hmm. brings freedom, brings comfort. You know, God, there is always uh, places in the Word of God that are key to not only key to our survival, but key to our uh, to our healing and key to our freedom. It's like the Lord will send send a word, you know, a word. And I just see mm-hmm. the Lord using you, uh, you know, I just see it like with the Bible in your hand and God giving you scriptures or a particular scripture that will be the right scripture, the right word on time uh, to pray with people, to give to people, to minister to people, maybe even email it and send it, put in a letter, whatever, mm-hmm. but it being the, the the word that people are needing right then. You know, I, don't, I cannot tell you how many times uh, through the years that, that I would just pick up my Bible and flip through it sometimes, sometimes just open it and it would go right to a scripture, right to a paragraph that's being like, that's what I'm needing to hear right now. That's, mm-hmm. thank you, Lord. That's what I was needing right this minute. And I remember one time, and it's been a several years back, I went through a season that the Lord, I kept seeing uh 315, 315. And then the Lord kept waking me up some at 315. Um, 
and finally, and it became so unusual. It was like I, I kept seeing those numbers over and over, over a two, three-week period. And finally I said, Lord, this has got to be a scripture. There's got to be something to this. And I said, but but God, there's so many books in the Bible that, that have 315. Mm-hmm. And immediately when I said that, I heard Colossians. And so I went to that, and it was, and it, I would have to pull it back up to remember exactly what it was, but it was about the peace of God. And it was, and it was like a word from God at that moment that I was needing. And see, he did it that way. I just kept sending me 315, 315, 315, waking me up at 315 until I finally clued in and went, okay, God's trying to say something here. This has got to mean something. But see, then when I asked him, and because I was like, God, almost every book in the Bible has got a 315. And he said, Colossians. So he just needed me to ask. And it was that comfort that it brought of God himself giving me a word from the word that was directly to me. And see, I see you doing that. I'm sure the Lord does that with you and will do that with you. But I see you doing that in ministering out to others. God giving a word from from the Bible a scripture or scriptures that will really bring freedom and comfort that will be those scriptures that that maybe bring deliverance, maybe bring healing, but God using you very strongly in that way. So praise God. Amen. Amen. Is there anything in particular you want prayer about tonight, sweetie? Yes, I'll uh, pray for I have a friend. She has uh, she has stage one breast cancer, and they removed her, but she's taking a uh, radiation treatment. And okay. I have a uh, cousin. She has cousin, so praying for women with breast cancer. Okay. Well, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for intervening in this. And, Father, we do thank you that they did uh, detect that in, in, in time and, and get that removed. But, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for covering them. Lord, for bringing healing, Lord, that there would be, even for the radiation treatments, Lord, that there would be no discomfort, that there would be no damage from the radiation, you know, because sometimes the radiation can burn areas around that. Mm-hmm. And, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for bringing, uh, bringing peace to her. And, Lord, even for all the other ladies, Lord, that are going through something like that that can be so awful. And, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for, for even bringing cures to cancer, not only breast cancer, but every type of cancer, because it has been prophesied. I know Kim Clement prophesied many times that there would be a cure to it. But, Lord, anyhow, in her cousin, Lord, that you would just cause this to go quickly and easily and smoothly, Lord, that there would never, ever be another trace of cancer in her body. Lord, that there would be no burning Lord, and that the doctors have wisdom in it, Lord, and that you just that your healing balm, Lord, would just cover her and bring about a quick and complete recovery. And Lord, even mentally, that the the loss of the breast would not be uh, traumatic to her in any way. Lord, that she'll just continue right on with you. And Lord, in thanksgiving and in healing and healed in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Well, is there anything else you wanted no. to share? No, that's all. I'm just thanking God for every day. Just can you bless everybody and, you know, we just move forward. Keep our focus yep. on him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. 
All right. Okay. Well, you have a blessed week, sweetie. Okay, you too. I'll continue to bless you. Mm-hmm. Good night. Let me get a drink right quick. All right. 828-989. How is Miss Jennifer tonight? Um, hanging in there. Hanging in there. Okay. <laughs> hanging in there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anything you were wanting to share tonight or anything on your heart? Um, no, just, I don't know, just, um, have a lot of grief right now and I had an ugly cry before I called in, so, yeah. Okay. I'm just anxious to see what the Lord has to, has for me tonight. I'm, yeah. Okay. Well, Father, I thank you for Jennifer, and Lord, I thank you for your love for her, Lord, and for her desire, Lord, to go deeper with you and to know you in a greater way. Lord, her desire to experience all that you have for her. Lord, she doesn't want to miss anything. And Jennifer, I see you with uh, like a big flower in your hand. And you've got it to your like to your nose, and you got your head thrown back, and you're breathing. You're you're breathing in the fragrance of this flower just as hard as you can. I don't want to miss not one sweet fragrance of this flower. I want to experience every every, every ounce of fragrance and beauty that it has. And it's like I sense that with you, even with the Lord and in your seasons. You know, we go through seasons of life and seasons in God of you um, cherishing, like holding on tightly to each season. Like I want to experience every good thing that this season has and I don't want to miss any moment or any special moment. I don't want to miss anything God has, anything God says, anything I need to learn, any even every emotion that I need to experience and feel. It's like squeezing every drop out of life that life has to offer, but it's like it's like the seasons, like the, the the seasons of your life divided up. It's like everything that's good, every drop of of life, of light, of godliness, of the things of the spirit. Every, I want to. I don't want to look back and say, "Oh, I missed anything." And it's like, I just sense like in your heart, like treasuring like I want to treasure every everything that God has for me, everything that God's trying to bring me, everything that God's trying to teach me, and to glean everything out of each and every season. But I'm seeing it like you with this big, big flower in your hand and your head thrown back in that flower right up next to your nose and just going <laughs> Just breathing in big, like I want to breathe in every beautiful fragrance of this flower and not miss in your eyes closed. 
I want to remember what this smells like. And sometimes we do that. I've done that in life. You know, times that were wonderful times or beautiful times. And, you know, I would be like, Lord, I don't ever want to forget what this feels like. I don't ever want to forget what this sounds like. I don't ever want to forget this feeling of love or this feeling of joy. And those those are precious times. And I wish that we always were able to hold on to those. Sometimes we don't. But, you know, I think it's okay to pray those. But I just see you, like, cherishing the moments. And just going, God, I want, I want to soak up and retain everything from this moment, from this season, from this God time, from this lesson that I need to get. So, Father, I just thank you for Jennifer, Lord, and for her heart that is such a willing heart and an open heart and a brave heart that is willing to experience it all and willing to glean what everything that you have for her to glean in each season. Because even, even some of the hurtful things are beneficial to us because we learn. You know, if, if we don't experience pain and we don't have that appreciation for joy, if we don't, you know, if we don't have rainy days, we don't appreciate the sunshine. So time, sometimes it takes all of it. It takes both sides of it to really have a real and true perspective of the of the benefit and the glories of it all. So Lord, I just speak a blessing over Jennifer. And Lord, I thank you, Lord, for satisfying her heart and bringing peace and joy to her heart. In Jesus' name, Amen. Oh, Amen. Wow, you just uh, yeah. The way you describe that—that's like the way that I. To live my life. In fact, um, yesterday I had that conversation with the Lord. It's like you described this scene with my, you know, the Lord and I yesterday that I had with Him, and <laughs> I feel very seen. Like that's um, I don't feel understood a lot because of I just feel everything so deep, and often that makes me feel alone. And, you know, so I have these conversations with the Lord, and um, I know he hears and sees everything, obviously, but you put it in words tonight in a way that I've been able to express, and um, it really touched me and cheered me up. Oh, well, thank you, Jesus. You know, I understand. Thank you. I understand. You're more than welcome. God is so mm-hmm. good. Yes, is yes. So good. He gave you that sensitive mm-hmm. heart, you know, and and he's yes. he uses it and is going to use it. And yeah, I, I you know I know being being a deep person, many times the only one we can share that those things with is the Lord, because mm-hmm. a lot of people wouldn't understand, and a lot of people just really they wouldn't want to deal with it, even if they could understand it. They just <laughs> they just would not go yes. there. But I understand. Right. 
All right. Mm-hmm. Was there anything you wanted prayer about tonight, sweetie? Mm-hmm. Um, for continued healing and just comfort. Yeah. Well, Father, I thank you, Lord, for just holding Jennifer in your arms and bringing, Lord, just bringing that comfort and love to her. Lord, let her just feel your embrace. Let her feel your love. Lord, let her be able to even say all is well. All is well with my soul. Because she is yours and because she trusts you and, Lord, that she's leaning on you. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, for for looking after her children and her parents, her Lord, her family, those she loves. Lord, covering them and keeping them and speaking to them and bringing wisdom and uh, and health and, and, Lord, rest and comfort to them as well. And, Father, we just thank you and we love you, Lord, so much for caring for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. God bless you too, sweetie. All right. Will you have a great night? You as well. Thank you. 502-548. I believe this is Mr. Greg. Yes, ma'am, it is. You don't sound as perky tonight as you are some nights. Okay. Are you feeling okay? Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I mean, actually, yesterday I had this amazing day with God. Cool. So I'm still, um, I'm still kind of unpacking some of it and still, Neat. you know, seeking more unpacking. Because really that's all, all I'm really looking for tonight is, like, I'm open to whatever, open and curious, <laughs> you know, whatever he's going to say. Okay. Well, Father, I thank you for Greg, and Father, I thank you, Lord, that 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 He is resigned. Um. And by resigned, that doesn't mean that you you know like quit a job, something like it. Resigned that you are. I see it like you in your kayak, going down the the, the waters, going down the river, whatever this is. And like resigned to I'm going I'm going to take this journey and I'm gonna go wherever this water takes me. You know, whereas at times we're like, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna get off here and if this doesn't go the way I want, then you know, we can fight the current, we can you know, all of this kind of stuff, but it's like I see you with a uh, a determination in your face. And but also like that that resigned of like I'm committed, you know I'm committed to this, and uh, just that 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 feeling you know the look on your face the the feeling of of wherever it takes me, however long it takes to get there, I'm doing this. Whatever happens. I'm sticking to this. I'm I'm doing this, you know. And then that's that involves uh, commitment. It involves courage. 
It involves that I'm not turning back. I'm not turning aside. I'm not going to fight this. I'm going, I'm taking this journey. And so I just see you like, I'm doing this, you know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this ride with God. I'm going to, and I don't know what all this entails. And, and I think it's more about just your life journey than it is something specific of like, I, I'm committed to the Lord. I'm committed to do what God says. I'm committed to follow the Lord. I'm committed to wherever his journey takes me that I'm going to say yes. Because, you know, there's a lot of people, they'll, they'll go, well, I'll do anything but this or but that or don't tell me to move. Now, I've heard a lot of people, you know, God tell them one to move and they say, I'm not leaving my my kinfolk. You know, I'm not leaving my family. I'm not, you know, they'll, they'll have they'll have those things, you know, just like when the, uh, the Lord come up on the, 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 the little rich young boy and, and he was like, he's like, you know, I've obeyed the Lord all my life. I've, I've honored my parents. I've done this. And he says, sell all you have and follow me. And says he went away sad because he, he was wealthy. And that was the one thing he couldn't bring himself to do. Mm-hmm. And But in your case, I just see that that resigned, that resigned to, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Come what may, I'm doing this. And God, I'm going to say yes to whatever you tell me. And God, I'm going to, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to move with the cloud. I'm going to go with you. You know, there were those, the children of Israel, that wouldn't even cross over the Jordan because they said, you know, they said, well, just let us stay on this side of the Jordan. We'll just camp over here because the the giants will kill us if we go over there. And see, they never did enter in because of the, because of the, uh, the challenge of going into the promised land of, even though God had already said he would deliver them, you know, that he'd run them yeah. out. He would give them the victory, but they didn't trust God. You know, they didn't trust God to perform what he said he would do. And so they missed out on such wonderful blessings and such awesome victory because they had this everything but. I'll do everything God but this. I'll do everything God but that. Don't ask me to do this, Lord, but I'll do everything else. But see, what I'm seeing with you is just that I'm totally committed. God, I'm with you. I'm going to ride this water. I'm going to, I'm going to take this river, these rapids, wherever it takes me, God. I'm doing it. And I'm not going to jump ship. So, Father, I just thank you for Greg. And, Lord, I thank you for his commitment and his willingness Lord, even when he doesn't understand, because we don't always understand certain you know, certain parts of the journey. We don't always understand. Sometimes it's strictly by faith of like, I don't know. I don't know where this is going. But God, you yeah. said to be here and to go. And so I'm doing it. And sometimes we have to shuck people in, in mindsets along the way. I cannot tell you, Greg, how many times when I knew God had told us to move and I knew that he had had told us to come to this year, I cannot tell you how many people that came along and said, oh, we don't want y'all to move, blah, 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 this and that. And others say, oh, well, the place you've got is paid for and 
you know, you could take some money and, and do some fixing up and, and, you know, have a, keep money. You know, if there was every kind of reason people would say, but this, but that, but, you know, and personally, it always felt a little bit to me like when Peter said to the Lord, oh, surely you'll not die. See, I knew it was going against the plans of God. And honestly, most of the time it was a little offensive to me, even though I didn't say it. And I pushed it down. It was like, okay, don't be offended. They don't know. But I took it yeah. as as words coming against the plan of God because I knew what God's what God's plan was. I, or to at least to a degree, I knew God had spoken. I knew that God was leading us. And many times, the more opposition you get is a pretty good sign that you're on track with God and that there is great reward in in the changes and in the moves. There's great reward, but the level of opposition and battle you get many times is a good sign that God's got wonderful things for you and that you are on track. So, Father, I just thank you for Greg, and Lord, I thank you for his commitment. And Lord, I thank you for just leading him and guiding him and Lord that even in the midst of the questions even when he's like I don't know where this is going Lord that he'll trust you that he will rest in you and just trust you Lord and find comfort and peace and rest in that that knowing that you've got him and Lord that he'll be able to because we all encounter naysayers. We all encounter those that that try to do the did God say? Did God really say? Lord, that he'll be able to just turn a deaf ear to that smile and keep a truck and keep going with you. So, Lord, I just speak a blessing over him. And, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for bringing healing in every part of his body, every part of his emotion, every part of his mind. Lord, any place that he needs healing, relationships, memories, anything, Father, that you bring wholeness to him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. That was spot on. Perfect companion to yesterday. Is there anything you want to share? Um, I blew me away yesterday. I mean, just little stuff. I mean, it seemed little to some people, maybe, or not even possibly insignificant. But he, yeah, he chose a couple of things and just blew my mind. <laughs> well, that's neat. It Thank is. God it's for those similar. for those days and those experiences. Yeah, yeah. But they're not. I mean, I'd like to say they would be common. They would become common, but. Um, and maybe that's part of it, but it was just they were exercises and trust and faith and um, listening. And, you know, and he chose, which I think he would always choose, to show up, but sometimes we let things in the way or we're just not listening or looking. And um, I was intently focused on listening to him and uh, literally letting him guide every step, every turn. You just it's some really cool stuff. That's awesome. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was um I mean the shortest way I can put it, I mean like I went on a drive, he felt like he'd kinda of placed an image, you know, while I was laying in bed before I woke up yesterday and of this place that I knew very well and it's not like a it was a place but it wasn't like he wanted me to go there, just like it was part of a drive that I'd taken several times in my life. Uh, you know, not you know, not far away from my house, and just had started feeling like you know I wanted to take a drive and just spend some time with him because that's kind of one of my things. And so he was actually giving me you know some turns, like instead of going, I was going to go the normal way, and he's like, no, no, go right, and he'd do that. And so we drive past a street sign that I would not have seen had I gone the way I would have chosen, and the street sign was Acres, driven this road thousands of times probably never don't really remember seeing that street sign um and sometimes on subdivision street signs you don't see a block number sometimes it just has the road mm-hmm. name so it had a block number it was 9300 i'm like what you're gonna give me like 9300 acres <laughs> i mean i'll take it <laughs> i don't I don't want to underbelieve, but you know like 93 yeah. or you know i don't know 9.3 that's cool but so this 93 was stuck right because it was on this sign and he took me through some other stuff, and then it was all said and done. I was going to return back toward the house, and he said um, he was actually giving me step by step. Is you know, this is what I want you to do today. You know, whenever you get home, you need to do this and this and this. And because I talk about ping pong balls all the time, all these thoughts, and you know, looking around at everything that needs to be done, and you know, it's like ping pong balls bouncing around in my head, and they weren't. They were very clear, and it was just like you know, do this and this, and so. It was, part of this process is like, hey, go into the store, get your stuff that you need, and going home, get your stuff going, do do your stuff. So walk, walking in the store, I was only going to get milk. And he was talking about, he was actually talking to me about the milk, and he goes, I want you to get you a steak. Treat yourself, because you're going to eat of the fat of the land. Wow. And that's symbolic. And then he's like, and when you and when you go get your milk, I want you to get honey. And I'm like, but I don't need honey. I have honey. He goes, I want you to get honey because I'm going to give you a land of milk and honey, and it's symbolic. So get the honey. I'm like, I'll get the honey. So I'm walking <laughs> in the store, and my path is always the same. When I go in the store, if I'm getting milk, I go all the way to the right where the milk is. And then I cut across to meat and blah, blah, blah. So I'm walking into the store, and I'm, I don't know, eight steps into the store. He says, go to the steaks first. I'm like, Okay. He goes, there's a steak there for you, and it's point nine three of a pound. Oh, wow. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. I said, what? He said, there's a steak there for you, and it's point nine three of a pound. So I'd been to that same store the day before. They did not have hardly any milk. They did not have – I get fat for you. They didn't have that. And they had almost no steaks. So they were they had no ribeyes. They had some strip steaks, and I'm like, eh, I really don't want that. I'll pass. So I'm back today – yesterday – Milk case is full. Steaks are full. There are over 20 steaks. I went through all but the last three before I got to this steak. I found 0.95, and You know, and you're like, wait, is, is that are we are we an approximate? He's like, there's a 0.93. Three steaks from the end. I pull a steak out, and guess how much it weighed? 0.93. Yeah. Exactly what he said. I didn't even look at the steak, Jeannie. I didn't care what it looked like. It could have been 0.93 pounds of a 
slab of fat. I didn't care. He did what he he did something very direct, and I was like, yeah. okay, wow. Well, I eat that steak tonight, and I said, I'm like, I expect this to be like one of the best steaks I've ever had in my life. It was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, but I'll tell you, I saved I saved the label that had the weight. I mean, that's something that is a has to be a marker that I'll never forget. Yeah, to remind yourself for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. You ever have a doubt? Pull that out. You ever have a doubt? You ever wonder? Pull that out. Remember that day? And I'm I made very very extensive notes on everything too. So. You know, I always have that, and I'll probably print them out and then put that with it. So, and it, it'll become a part of a testimony. That story will be told, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure there are some people would say, "Well, God doesn't work that way, or He doesn't speak like that, or He, well, he yes, should care he less what size steak he get." He didn't no. really care about the size of the steak. He wasn't. He had nothing to do with the size of the steak. It was a number. He was dri- driving that number home for whatever reason, but more than anything, that I did call your attention to that sign. Yeah, I did tell you to turn that way. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I did tell you that there was one single stake, point nine three. And he unpacked some stuff with it, too. It's like, you know, it's like, why would you send me the stakes first? What? Well, because there were other people in the store, and if you had not gone, if you would not obeyed, if you would not gone straight to those stakes, somebody else might have got that stake. Somebody else might have got your blessing because you didn't, mm-hmm. you delayed, or you didn't do exactly what I said. Yep. Like, There's some great lessons okay. in that. Some great right, I mean, all right. that is all these, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like there's a sermon in there, I'm sure. Yeah. Um but yeah, so yeah, that's 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 it's a small part of, of what happened yesterday, but it's possibly the biggest part and you know, it's just kind of that kind of thing. Like how do you forget that? You don't, yeah. Yeah, that's got just sure. proving to you that he speaks to you. And that yeah. what he says is real, you know, that it proves to you that you're here and it proves to you that he's speaking to you. It proves to you right. that he's and involved in even the details of your life. Yeah, and when he packages that around the center point, but at the same time he says, I want you to treat yourself to a steak because you're going to eat of the fat of the land. I want you to get honey. Well, I don't need honey. Get honey because you're getting milk, you're going to get milk and honey because I'm going to give you a land flowing with milk and honey. Yeah. And then he gives me the exact steak, and I'm like, it's almost like he's like, I'm giving you confirmation before you even, you know, take a step. Yeah, that's so cool. That is awesome. That is, I love stuff like that, and it's just so encouraging of how uh, how exact God is and how involved in everything you know, that that's just wonderful. Yeah. Thanks for sharing yeah. it. So, oh, you're welcome. I was, but like I said, in a lot of the stuff you said tonight, just kind of bookended it, uh, you know, in a way. It's just that, right. that he's just saying, yeah, yeah. you're all going to be resigned because what I'm showing you really, you really, I mean, yes, you have a choice, you have free will, but <laughs> you know better. So, you know, when yeah. our hearts to obey God, it's, it's, you know, the choice is doing what God says. Yeah. It, sorry for you. And, I, you know, um, I think um, Shane, I think it was Angela Joy last night. We called in and talked, and I told that story. And, you know, it, the point is that it's not just talking about, you know, what God did or said or it's um, 
thing, whether it's even for me that that somebody else is going to hear it, mm-hmm. and it's going to hopefully spark their faith or ignite something in them, and or maybe there's something specific in that 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 God was giving them a very you know similar word, and it becomes confirmation, and then the whole thing you know with PGN, you tell a story on PGN, and it can be heard for. Years to come, it's, <laughs> right. yeah, it's embedded into into the website, so you just don't know who's going to come across it when. And obviously, if God can march you into a grocery store and store and hand you essentially, you know. But again, I say hand, but there, let's say that I, I had a decent count of six. There was at least twenty three, but we just say it, there were maybe three left that I'd gone through every other one, and before I found it. So it wasn't like I walked up and it was the one on top. He did, he, you know, so I had to do a little work to find mm-hmm. it. I did. I had to search. I had to dig. Um, but again, I just, that there's a lot in it for me, obviously very personal stuff with him. And, but there's, I know he's intending a lot of it for others. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, everything we experience. I mean, that that's the whole point of even this program is we share things y'all share things of your lives i share things of my life and and it helps bring encouragement it helps other people know that they're not alone and that other people go through similar things other people you know god brings victory but but it's not a cakewalk just as you had to search through the stakes you know that, that we search out those hidden things well that stake was hidden near the bottom you know you you had it was actually it actually was yeah was um it was on the bottom there was like two rows like a front row and a back row and they were stacked three stakes high and it was the last row next to last row on the back row under one or two other stakes after i'd been through every other stake on that shelf except for the three next to it um so and and i think and even through all this i think i just really felt like he was just kind of honing in on something right now he said because when i when when i give you things or when you know when i or you're you're going to eat the fat of the land he said but i have something very specific it's not you know it's not like here's this vast thing or you know it's you take your pick or you have any choice or it's it's just he has something very specific Mm -hmm. And, and I think he's just now kind of just like honed in on the specificity of that. It's like, you know, there's a reason, there's a reason that I was so specific with that because I wanted you to know that I can be very specific and that yeah. when it comes to a lot of things, especially when I'm directing you, asking you, leading you, that sometimes it may be looking broad, but there are times that I am going to hone in and I'm going to do just exactly what I did. I'm going to make it so freaking specific that you have to hold on to the specific that there might be 20 things come before you get to that specific thing. Don't mm-hmm. stop short. Don't settle for less. Don't accept less. Don't go for the point nine five or the point nine eight. You know, right. I, I gave you something very specific. Go for it. Don't give up. Yeah, I've talked about that very thing so many times with with the move here, because I I'm absolutely, yeah. absolutely like that. There are many many things that it's a like you said a specific thing 
a specific place, yeah. a specific person, a specific job. Um, uh-huh. It's it's very I think very seldom is it a, a like broad shoot. You know, it's, right. Many times it's going to be precise and not like shooting a shotgun. Right. Well, <clears throat> because God's not vague. I mean, I know that there's mysteries through throughout the Bible on Him, but in, when He's dealing with us, typically He's not going to be vague. He's um, unless He's trying to teach us to extract something for ourselves. But you know, I think there's a lot of times that He's going to be that specific because He's He's proving a point. Um, and you know, obviously, faith building, trust building, um, obedience building, uh, and you know, helping tune my ears to Him. You know, my spiritual ears to to listen for that stuff and not discard it or think like God doesn't. That's not God will not do that. God will not say that. God will not. God's not that specific or God's not this or that's not. You know, it's like okay. Well, first of all, don't box him in. And um, yeah. So it was it was a great exercise. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, and it just sounds like God, <laughs> you know, yeah. showing you that he's talking, teaching you, you know, teaching you to be exact, teaching you to listen. Just that's, that's just, that's a wonderful testimony. It was, um, it was pretty cool. I mean, yeah. It was extremely cool. And mind blowing, but yeah, that's, so yeah, I'm just going to jump in my kayak and, Paddle along. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Well, thanks for so, thanks for sharing that. That's, that's neat. No, I think it needs to be shared. I think there's something in it for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, there's uh, you never know who listens to the program because I know there's times myself. You know, I'm not a night person. I really am not. And a lot of times, yeah. like Randy's program, I just flat can't stay awake. And a lot of times, I'll go back and listen to it the next day or the following day. You know, yeah. during the daytime hours. And there's no telling yeah. how many people listen to the program that may not ever call in, you know, that we don't ever right. know we're out there. Absolutely. You know, it, it covers it covers a lot of places. Yeah. Anyway, was there anything in specific that you were wanting prayer about? No, I, I think he's covering bases. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I almost think it would be uh, greedy to ask for more. <laughs> oh, goodness. Just grateful yeah. for what he does, what he says, what he, how he moves. Yeah, me too. All right, Greg. Well, thank you All for right. taking the time to thank share. You. And, uh, that's awesome. You have a great week. Appreciate you. All right. Good night. Let me get a drink real quick, guys. All right, nine five four five eight zero. I think this is Carolyn. Yes, it is. Good night. How you tonight, girl? I'm well, thank you. Okay. How are you? I'm good. I, I am good. That's All right. See anything you were wanting to share tonight, or a testimony, or anything on your heart? Um. No, no, thank you. Okay. All right. Well, let's pray for you. Father, thank you for Carolyn. And Father, just thank you, Lord, for uh, for illumination. Father, I thank you, Lord, for, for opening up 
uh, understanding in areas. Um, it's like, Carolyn, like I just see like um, like the light coming on, so to speak. You know, you know, we hear that 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 term at times, like 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 okay, you know, the light bulb went off or the light came on, and it was like just ability to to see. Uh, ability to understand is really what it is, not so much ability to see, but an ability to understand and an ability to put the pieces together of things. Um, like the, Just like the, the details of things, to put things together. That's just kind of how I'm getting it. And Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Carolyn, Lord, of, of bringing details together for her, Lord, giving her understanding, Lord, for her being able to even put the pieces together where people are concerned so that things make sense to her. Uh, Lord, sometimes as we're, uh, whether it's in relationships, whether it's in friendships, whether it's even in business dealings, whatever, but sometimes we're trying to, to understand why things happen the way they do or why things are going the way they are, even sometimes why people respond to us a certain way. And Father, thank you, Lord, for bringing understanding, Lord, that we have Sometimes whether it takes discernment or sometimes people sharing with us or maybe even just knowledge that comes up to us from others, that we're able to put the, the pieces together, that we able are then able to have a clear picture uh, and understand the whys. You know, under, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, I've encountered people as be like, why do they act like that? You know, or why, why would they say that? Or why do they act like that? And then have understanding of maybe things that has happened in their life or things in their past that you go, Oh, okay. I understand why that, you know, why that affected them that way or why they might would have made a remark like that. Um, and it's just putting the pieces of the puzzle together, you know, so that we have understanding and it brings us a level of peace when we have, you know, when we're trying to figure out, uh, and I'm going to just use this where people, when we're trying to figure out why, you know, why are they like this or why are they acting like this or why, you know, why do they do this? uh, There's always that, uh, you know, that, that, you know, just that, that question and those feelings of, you know, I don't understand this, you know, and anytime we're not, we're not understanding something or we're trying to figure something out, it doesn't necessarily bring anxiety or that kind of thing, but there's, you know, it leaves an unsettledness somewhat in our heart at times of like, why, you know, why is this? And uh, when God puts the pieces together, and it doesn't mean always that that the person changes, but when we have understanding of what's affecting them, then uh, then it, 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 it's like, then it brings a level of peace to us. It's like, oh, okay, I know how to pray for them or I know how to approach them. I know what to say or not to say. You know, there may be things we say that 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 is triggers for them that causes them to be fussy or causes them to be argumentative uh, or causes them to be offended. And we're like, what is the deal, you know? And when God gives us some understanding or the pieces of the puzzle come together, and sometimes it may be a discernment thing even, uh, of that God gives us some realization there of like, okay, there's, there's a wounding, there's a place that needs some healing. Uh, they've had a, maybe they've had a, a, a situation with a person in the past uh, that was a problem to them 
that are like, okay, okay, well, I understand. And I, I think I told this story here the other day. Uh, of There was a lady that I used to, to be around in a Bible study group. She was always kind of distant to me, always kind of um, formal acting towards me. I could always tell there was a wall there. And I, I was always real nice to her. And I was like, you know, I don't know. I guess maybe she just doesn't like me, you know. And finally, when I, it, the time come that the Lord had told me to get out of that Bible group, God had other things for me to do. Anyhow, and I told him, it's like, you know, the Lord has told me to, to get out. And she finally, she told me one day, she said, you know, she said, I've always had a wall with you. And she said, because you remind me so much. She said, you look a whole lot like a lady that I used to be best friends with. And she said, I just loved her to pieces. And we were close for years. And said, then one day she just dropped me like a hot potato. She said, she just dropped all contact with me just out of the blue. And she said, I never knew. She said, I tried to contact her and she wouldn't call me back. She said, I never had a clue of what happened, of why she dropped contact with me, said she would avoid me and, and just everything. And she said, it broke my heart, you know, because she said, I loved her and we were so close. And she said, anyhow, she said, I've always had a wall with you because you remind me of her when I see her, see you. And see, when she told me that, it was like, oh, okay. So she's got a wound in her life from a past person that looks some like me. And it didn't change it. But it gave me that understanding of of why she was like that, and um, you know, and that gave me that gave me some peace. It was like you know, I didn't have anything against her. It just showed me, you know, it just helped me understand that uh, that there was a reason behind it. Let me see if I can make this move. I got to, there. Anyhow, and. and uh, I just see God, you know, doing that with you, that there, whether it's people or whether it's other situations, God helping you put the pieces of the puzzle together. Um, and it does bring peace. It does help us to understand. It's kind of like it puts that, uh, it puts that, that those questions to rest. You know, it puts it to, it puts it to rest so that we're able just to, uh, to for one thing, to move on or to forget about it or to, uh, to know how to navigate around it, you know, like in the, in the case of this lady, I understood why she felt that way, and I was just like, well, okay, so, you know, I was friendly to her, love her, God bless her, but I didn't try to press uh, the issue of being a closer friend to her because I knew that there was a there was a reason for her to feel like that, you know, and so we just didn't push it. So anyhow, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Carolyn and and, Lord, for just answering her questions and blessing her heart with joy, Lord, and, and those places where she's trying to, to figure things out or where there's uh, things seem to not come together sometime, Lord, that you just uh, tie the loose ends together in whatever way, this, whatever way this applies to, Lord, that you tie those loose ends up so that it all makes sense to her, Lord, and that she's able to have a, uh, a greater level of, of rest concerning all of those things. And so, Lord, I speak a blessing over in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Um, Hello? Yeah? Okay. Uh, I was saying thank you because even yesterday I was praying to God for understanding um, whilst reading his word and for his wisdom, just navigate life because I've tried so many things without consulting him and 
I have dealt with the repercussions of it all. So it's like, um, Lord, I just want you to lead me, direct me, mm-hmm. teach me the way that I should go in yeah. basically everything. Um, while you were talking this afternoon, um, prior to taking part, what you were saying truly resonated with me because, you know, there are times when you look back and you see the times that have been lost because of just a wrong decision or yeah. things that because um, you may not have heard from God in that way and you would have done what you ought to have done thinking at that time it would have been the best but never works out to be the best. So I'm still learning from all those. But it's like I'm just overly cautious now, Lord, which we must I take in everything. Um, I, in that breath, I would like you to help me and pray because there's something I believe that I want, um, I should do. Mm-hmm. But because I had started and in the initial phases, I wasn't really understanding. So I wasn't really successful in the venture. But it's been so challenging to just move ahead of that failure or just to restart. It's like it's been a struggle just to restart. And I... I just want you to help me pray that um that grip of failing or failure to fail me just leave and I will be able to just step out and do whatever that needs to be done without absolutely. thinking off the path. Yeah, absolutely. Father, Lord, I just speak, Lord, a release and a healing over Carolyn, Father, that that regrets and even fear, Lord. Many times it's fear of making mistakes again. Where we've made mistakes, things haven't worked out the way we thought. Lord, that, that all of the fear be removed and the looking back and, and Lord, that she be able to just, uh, Lord, grab hold of you and grab hold of, the, of what you have for her in the future. Lord, with with a boldness, with a trust, Lord, it comes really in trusting, in just trusting you that, Lord, that you are leading her and you are guiding her. And, Lord, we've all made mistakes in the past. And, Lord, you were with us even in the middle of the mistakes. Lord, you, you didn't leave us. And, Father, you bless us so many times in spite of ourselves. Even in spite of the mistakes we make, Lord, you still bless us and you still love us and you still encourage us forward. But, Father, I thank you that, Lord, and I just ask, Lord, that you would uh, heal her heart and heal her mind, Lord, of, of, of looking back at past mistakes and looking back with regret or looking back and wondering, you know, if I had done this or if I'd done that. Lord, that she will be able just to, to let those things lie, to, to put those things to rest. Uh, even as it said in the Word, that one thing I do, I forget those things uh, that are behind, and I press forward to the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Lord, that she will be able with peace, Lord, to just lay those things down and say, that's in the past. I can't change the past. It does no good to look back. 
but to grab hold of the Lord and, Lord, just press forward with you with thankfulness and expectation uh, of good things from you, of blessing from you, of guidance from you, with no fear, Lord, because knowing that you are with her, that you are with her, and that you love her. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we thank you and we give you all the praise and all the glory. Amen. Amen. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you. Have a great night. You too, sweetie. God bless you and and thank you for holding and thank you for waiting. And I just hope you have a great week. Thank you. You're welcome too. Good night. Eight oh four two one eight. I believe this is Angie. This is Angie, the one Hi, and only. <laughs> well, good to hear from you tonight. Glad. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for waiting. Appreciate thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you. Right. Let's pray for you, Father. Thank you for Angie. Uh, Lord, I just thank you, Father, for her heart, Lord, to just keep pressing on, and her heart, Lord, to. She has a heart that, Lord, that's determined uh, to be upbeat, determined, Lord, to uh, to keep giving you glory, to keep thanking you, a, a heart determined, Lord, just to grab hold of joy and, and stay there, Father. Lord, that she she has, she's just locked in, as they say, locked and loaded. You know, you hear that, particularly in the South here, locked and loaded. Lord, that she has locked on to you, and Lord, that she has loaded her heart with thankfulness and thanksgiving and and appreciation, God, for what you have done for her. And Father, thank you, Lord, that she is one that, that gladly pours out. She will gladly and does gladly pour out, Lord, to others, pours out encouragement, pours out her, her witness, her testimony. Lord, that she pours out an encouragement to others, Lord, and, and encourages them to move on. Lord, even when at times she might be struggling herself, she's still going to pour out the encouragement to others to keep on keeping on and keep trucking and, and keep trusting God and keep looking to the word and keep, uh, keep just encouraging themselves in the Lord. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, for, uh, for resources for resources for Angie, Father, for resources. Uh, Father, I thank you, Lord, for adding to her in every area that she might need to be added to. It's like I just see, uh, Angie, it's like I see groceries around you and, and, and uh, like, like a stockpile almost of, of things that you would need, like, like an abundance around you of, like I said, I see it like stockpiling, like like well, like just groceries and abundance around you. You know, it's kind of like when you've been to the store and you're unloading the grocery basket and you know uh, unloading the sacks and you just have everything kind of stacked up on the counters, you know. And it's like, wow, I got all of this stuff. You know, we got all these good things now. And I just see like like you stockpiling your counters with things of of God just blessing you uh, with abundance. You know, God blessing you with more than enough. Uh, and as the word says, given, it shall be given, you know, and that's encouragement that can be in other ways too. But I just see like God's supply, God's supply being, uh, be, being measured to you uh, in, in an abundance. God just, God supplying your needs, God meeting your needs, God supplying you with an abundance. 
So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Angie. And, Lord, I just speak a blessing over her. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, for as she pours out joy on others, Lord, you're adding to her joy, Lord, and meeting every need that she would have. Meeting it not only just not barely meeting it, but, Lord, meeting it with abundance that her cup would run it over. In Jesus' name, amen. You there? Angie, are you still there? Yeah, I had the button. <laughs> okay. So, so you wouldn't hear me. <laughs> that's funny because you, you know what? I'm trying. To, uh, there you go. That's better. I said uh, that's funny because I do, I do have an abundance in a stockpile. You know, a long time ago there was this, and I couldn't buy groceries. You know what I'm saying? And there was this preacher that I don't know, but it was a night, and he says, "There, you know, if you're worried about keeping groceries in your house or whatever, you know what I'm saying?" He says, mm-hmm. "You bring me a hundred dollars, and, and I'm gonna give you some oil." And I know this sounds like snake selling, you know what I mean? But it mm-hmm. wasn't. There was an anointing in the place, if you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. And he said, you know, bring the bring the hundred dollars and I'm like, Hundred dollars, that's my grocery money, you know. But you're worried about groceries. So I brought him I put the hundred dollars down, I brought that little thing of oil and I stuck it in my cabinet. And you know, I've never been out of groceries since. <laughs> oh wow. How cool. <laughs> yeah, I know that sounds crazy, but you know. No. Some of the uh, some of the uh back in the days of uh, I guess I guess it's Pentecostal maybe or mm-hmm. you know the R W Shambot you know yeah. I love R W Shambot you know he he was he had a pre he had a preaching that was down to earth and simple you know and I need simple yeah, <laughs> yeah so like he he was no. our part down here his his whole place is probably not much more than an hour from maybe an hour and twenty minutes from where we are really. Yeah. Yeah, I've been over to this place before back when he was alive. Really cool. Uh-huh. Did you did you enjoy him? I did. I did. He was uh you know, real bold and and charismatic and and down to earth and um he, yeah, he was he was neat and had a beautiful place over there uh on Lake Palestine. Yeah, he walked around that building, didn't he? You know, and that how he got that one. I, I don't. I don't remember. Huh? I didn't. I don't remember. Uh, I don't. I, you know, I didn't listen to him all the time, but I do remember hearing him uh, going over there one time when he was there. And of course, his daughter Donna was there, uh, and I. You know, I remember going over there once. Or I think I went over there once. It seemed like I might have heard him one other time, but I had heard him on television some. But yeah, he was from our area out down here. So. Yeah. Well. The uh, well, R.W. Shambot was one of my pivotal moments, and you know, some of his simplicity has gotten me out of some jams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was some. So, I, he was he was kind of of that age. That, you know, there, there was a lot of really powerful um, preachers and evangelists. You know, during that time, you know, there's some now too. Yeah, the A.A. Allen, A.A. Mm-hmm. Allen. I think he was. Yeah. yeah. 
I went to his, got to go to his uh, tent meetings when I was a little bitty child. Uh, my oldest, my sister, she was healed in one of his meetings when, I don't know if I was even born yet, but in one of his meetings, wow. she was, yeah, basically on her deathbed and was healed in one of his meetings when I, we were, when she was about four years old. So I can remember going oh, to that's, his tent Isn't meetings. that amazing? Yeah. Isn't that amazing, that connection? Mm-hmm. To have that oh, kind of connection, that kind of heritage. Cause see, that's, oh, yeah. That's the, that's the, that's. That's some of the, you know, we walk we walk in paths that they cut. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. We have the expectation because of their boldness. You know. Yeah. And they uh, paved the way. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we're we're doing the same for the next generation. I hope I hope we're not uh, slack about it. But anyway, mainly we're learning to love one another in spite of our differences, I think, yeah, in, this, you know, in our each, time. Each generation, it seems like, you know, there's a message for, for each generation, and there's different strongholds in different generations. But, yeah, I uh-huh. thank God for that heritage. I, like I said, I can remember as a small child, four or five, six years old, I can remember being in his tent meetings in Dallas with my mom and family. Uh, and it it was amazing. I mean, it was amazing. B.H. Clendenin, Dorothy Davis, uh, R.W. Schambach, all of those, getting to see them in person when I was a, a young child. So really cool. Uh-huh. That was the preacher's name. His last name was Davis. Yeah. It was a young was, fellow, though. It, yeah, it was, was a Danny Davis. Danny well, Davis, yeah. Yeah, that Danny Davis must have been a relative of her. Because it was the same kind of, you know. Yeah. It may have been. I, I just remember her name was Dorothy Davis. And I remember us going up to Ar- uh, Arkansas, I believe, and hearing her. When, my mom really liked her when we were growing up. Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot of those meetings was when I was, a, you know, like elementary age and, and preschool age. So I uh, have just limited memories of some of it, but definitely do remember it. Right, right. Well, you know, some some th- some things are caught, not taught. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So being you know, in that atmosphere and being, you know, what I'm saying, introduced to that, mm-hmm. you know, has has yeah. an amazing heritage to it, a richness yeah. to your inheritance. Oh, I'm you know. I'm so thankful, you know, so thankful for the mother I had and for the things, you know, the things I was around as a child that, uh, you know, so many didn't get to experience. So you know, it's, it's right. I'm 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 just super thankful for it. Well, Han, did you have anything in particular you wanted prayer about while I got you? Well, I'd like for you to pray for a fellow named Ben. He's yeah. having troubles. Okay, Father, I just thank you for Ben, and Father, I thank you, Lord, for just uh, your embrace on him, your embrace of love in his life, Father that he will know that he's not alone, that he doesn't have to figure everything out himself. Um, Lord, that he will really truly know that you're with him and, and that you care about him and that you will guide him and you do guide him, Lord, and that you are actively and intimately involved in his life and those things that concern him. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for, and I just particularly feel that feeling of, of that that Ben will that Ben will know that he is not alone that he doesn't have to do 
He doesn't have to fix everything himself, that he doesn't have to figure it out himself, and he doesn't have to fix things himself. Uh, Lord, that that in decisions to be made and things that, Lord, that he is able to trust you and rely on you and really have confidence, God, that, that you'll guide him in it, Lord. And that can be in any number of things, Lord, in finances and even choosing doctors and, Lord, and, and knowing which route to go in uh, sometimes even in, in health matters of, of which route to go, like what exactly do I do or who do I see or this and that, Lord. But, Father, in whatever that Ben is uh, encountering, Lord, that he will just have the confidence and peace to know that, that you are with him, that you will guide him, Lord, that you will help him. And, Lord, that he is, he's not left to his own devices because none of us, Lord, can, none of us can navigate life successfully without you. Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for bringing, uh, for bringing answers to his prayers, Lord, and in, and in every area that he's needing your help, every area that, uh, Lord, that he's lacking, Lord, that you meet him at the point of his need. And, Father, we thank you for it. And, Lord, we thank you, Father, for uh, for Angie, for standing in the gap for him and for caring about him. And, Father, we thank you that you care about him more than anyone. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Beautiful. You tagged him. <laughs> And God is good. Yeah, that's good. All right, girl. Uh, well, thank right. you for calling in. Thank you for holding. And uh, good to talk to you. Good to talk to you as well. Be blessed. You too, sweetie. Talk to you next time. Love you. Love you too. Love. All right, three, three, four, five, nine. Oh, I believe this is Jayla. Three, three, four, uh, three, three, four, five, nine, oh. Three, three, four, five, nine, oh. Okay, I'll come back to her if I have time. I'm running a little short on time now. Um. Okay, 303-517, I believe this is Veronica. Yeah. How are you, hon? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Is there anything you're wanting to share tonight, or you just want prayer tonight? Just prayer, please. Okay. Father, I, I just thank you, Lord, for Veronica, and Lord, I thank you for comforting her. Um, Lord, for your embrace of love and Lord, that, that your comforts, Lord, just surround her heart and surround her mind and surround her life. And Father, uh, I thank you, Lord, that she is so intricately put together, so intricately made. Lord, you, your word says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And Father, I thank you, Lord, for the sensitive heart Lord, the sensitive heart that you gave Veronica. Lord, that, that she's sensitive 
to the she's sensitive to the hearts of others, Lord. She's sensitive to words. She's sensitive to the words of others. And sometimes people uh, are not careful with their words. They're not careful with how they say things or exactly what they say because sometimes people are just uh, they're used to just blurting whatever crosses their mind. But Father, I thank you, Lord, that you've made Veronica with a, a sensitive heart and a sensitive spirit. Lord, that, that, Lord, you're going to use and have used, but you're going to use that sensitivity, Lord, in the spirit realm to pick up, Lord, to, to be able to hear your voice and to pick up things in the spirit, Lord, that you'll use her in ministry. You'll use her in ministering to others because she's going to easily feel uh, the hurts of others. She's going to easily feel the fears and the uh even the joys that she's going to pick up on things, Lord, and and that's going on in people's lives and be able to minister into their lives with such an accuracy uh, and such a sensitivity, Lord, that it, it's going to touch them at the place of their uh, at the place of their pain. It's going to touch them in in most most beautiful and intimate ways, Lord, because you're a God that so often you speak in a in a Still, small voice, and Lord, your spirit, uh, Lord, such a gentleman. But Father, I thank you, Lord, for the for the sensitivity that you've given Veronica, Lord, in speaking to her and confirming to her that she's hearing you. And Lord, even though not everybody always uh, affirms us, you know, when we minister to people and we talk to people, we pray for people, you know. Just like, Lord, with the lepers, I think there was only one out of ten that, that came back, or maybe two that came back in and, and gave thanks. Lord, not everybody will come back and, and affirm, you know, and, and that, that, that it touched their heart or that you were accurate. But, Lord, that you're going to use her in those ways. And, Lord, that there's going to be healings. There's people's hearts are going to be healed. Their emotions are going to be healed. And, yes, Lord, they'll be healed in other ways in their bodies and things. But... Lord, many times some of the deepest wounds that people have are emotional wounds. And those are most times the very things that they're the least likely to talk about. And Lord, but your spirit knows. And many times that's the only way that we sense those things is through the spirit because people won't always talk about that. But it's something that needs to be ministered to. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, for using Veronica in those very special, deep ways, those, those ways to, to identify and connect with people, Lord, that will draw uh, the wounds out and the hurts out and that she'll be able to, uh, to connect with people in a way that, that's heartfelt and easily received and Lord to share with them and, and to love them in a most genuine way and Lord see lives changed and, and healing come to people even those that would maybe pull back from the love at first because sometimes they've been hurt and they're scared and they're afraid of being hurt again Lord it's a ministry that is so needed but it's not always the easiest. It's not the always the easiest to do. But 
But Father, thank you, Lord, for touching Veronica's heart and bringing all of the the courage and the Lord the affirmation from you that she needs, Lord, just the wisdom and Lord the joy of knowing that she's pleasing you. Lord, that's where we have to really receive the uh, oh, just that that satisfaction, God, of knowing that we're pleasing you. Because we don't always we don't always get that from people, and we we don't want to become dependent on people, Lord. We want to our heart always to be dependent on you, and, and Lord, for our hearts to be full because you love us, and because you have called us, and because you're the one that's affirming us. So, Father, I just thank you for Veronica, and Lord, I just speak encouragement to her, Lord, and Lord, I just thank you for blessing her life and leading her and guiding her. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much. You're welcome, hon. Is uh, is there anything special you wanted prayer about? Mm, thank you very much. Okay. All right. Well, you have a great week. You too, ma'am. Thank you. All right, y'all. Hi, I'm afraid I am out of time. I do have a, two or three more callers, but I'm out of time. So uh, if you really need prayer, please, please call back in to Randy's program at 9 a.m. I mean, 9 p.m. and um, hopefully he can get to you. But just know that I love you. I appreciate you. And may God bless you and keep you. And may you feel the love of God all week. Amen.